0: Welcome to another Ember Weekend. I'm Chase McCarthy. And I'm Jonathan Jackson. And we've got a lot to talk about today. It's uh, it's our 10th episode. 10th episode! Yay!
1: <laughs> Hooray! Fake applause. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, cool. that's definitely the flow. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, so our Twitter account has seen uh, a ton of, uh, of, of engagement. Uh, I've been really stoked to kind of see uh, people reaching out to us and asking, you know, hey, uh, could you talk about this? And, and uh, you know, all, all this other stuff—it's it's really cool to kind of start building community around Ember Weekend. I'm really excited about that. And uh, one, one of the things that we've tried to do to, to facilitate that is we've uh, had stickers created uh, with our new logo uh, that uh, Rye designed for us, Rye Mason. And it's been really cool to have people reach out to us and uh, send us a direct message. Uh, we mail them out stickers, and uh, it's been—it's been pretty cool. I, I've mailed more stick, uh, more letters with stickers in them than I've ever done in my entire life. So it's been pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, so, if you need any stickers, uh, let us know. We, you know, we're happy to mail them out. Uh, yeah. So, you know, one of the other things that uh, that we've seen is, uh, as far as feedback is concerned, is uh, you know some people have been uh, putting some effort into the the site, and uh, the site is kind of where we dog food a lot of our topics that we talk about. Uh, and one such PR was uh, by Robert DeLuca, who added the ability for in the active uh, note list item uh, in our show notes to be highlighted with an active class whenever uh, it's currently being played uh, in the audio player. And this is really cool, uh, the, the interesting thing about this is that it started kind of opening a bunch of questions for us. Uh, one of the things that, you know, the initial implementation demanded that we have an end time uh, be specified in the note item. And uh, this means that we're actually having to double dip now. So previously we had only had the seek twos. And now, because we need to determine whether or not the player is currently within the bounds, we need an end time, so you have a start and an end for each section. And adding these end times is fine uh, as, a, as an initial step, but it causes some some confusion because now we have to we have to find the end times as well, which causes some problems. One of the interesting things about this is that uh, you know, we know that they're in sequence, so we can kind of infer the end time by the start time of the next item. So trying to think about this and, and you know make this make sense, uh, kind of opened up a lot of questions. So the first idea was just to use a service and just register everything. And uh, this kind of makes me wonder, like, what what is their role? Is this a legitimate use of a service to to throw data into it and just make that data globally available to all, uh, all components of this type? Seems kind of weird. So that's one solution. And, and the other solution is to have the parent... Of the note item
0: which is the note list um, create some registry that it then passes into all the the child note items and then the note items can just register with that Uh, and this i think is actually a much cleaner solution uh, because if we were to do the same thing in a service that would mean that we could only have one set of note items play on a page at a given time because
1: they'd all be trying to vie for this um, this kind of global uh, you know, well, or the registry would have to become more complicated in that you'd have to register with a type. your episode. Yeah, yeah,
0: you'd have to register your episode and you're starting it. Right,
1: which seems yeah seems kind of wild. Yeah, and so this
0: this seems like a, a lot cleaner because it keeps all that logic kind of really close to the things that care about it.
1: Yeah, and it's and it's interesting. You know, this is one of the things that made me uh, kind of really start thinking about this problem, and that's uh, this this kind of like parent container component and then child components. This is a very common pattern. I do it all the time. And when there's this uh, implicit coupling, uh, you know, like the note list doesn't necessarily need to contain note items, but it always does. So with this implicit coupling, if you just pass the registry through, then you make that implicit coupling explicit. And it actually, I think, kind of works. Like components aren't always meant to be completely, uh, you know, atomic. They're not like this; their own thing. They're not an island unto themselves, uh, so to speak. So... I mean, or maybe they are, maybe that's, maybe we're using them inappropriately. I, you know, this is, if you have any thoughts on this, you know, please reach out to us. I I would love to hear everyone's thoughts on, you know, whether or not you should kind of go with the service or with this parent parent component kind of registry passing kind of idea.
0: And the next thing we're gonna talk about is uh, a lot of work that we've put in uh, recently in trying to get uh, Fastboot built into the, to the site. And we're mildly successful with that.
1: Relatively successful, I would say.
0: Yeah, it's been upgraded to relatively. so the uh the the big issue we were having is when we when we started doing this uh we were unaware that uh, uh glimmer wasn't quite working with fastboot so fa- all the fastboot demos that we we had been seeing were working pre glimmer um and so rather than just you know downgrade and lose glimmer we were like well we'll just try it so yeah <laughs> we were advised of the the three failing tests that existed in ember uh, that had been skipped by Robert Jackson he said if if you can get these tests to pass uh, it should work with glimmer um, so I tackled one of those.
1: Yeah, and you did this upstream on Simple DOM itself, right? So right? Simple
0: DOM and it have, uh, there was a couple there was a couple issues I found in Simple DOM. One was really mild, and it was just had to do with like a, a type not being attached to a document node. So I just uh, fixed that real quick. But uh, but the real thing I was looking for was that there was a uh, an infinite loop happening um, whenever nodes were being rendered. Um, I was able to you know dig into Simple DOM, which is surprisingly uh, simple code. Um, it's just very recursive. Um, so you so the Testing out like when exactly the problem arose and putting a debugger in the right place, but being able to step back out of that code was the real in a way to debug that to see where exactly was that you know the the, the problem of the recursion happening
1: right right and, th- and this th- this, is, uh, this is one of those things where uh, you know once this was tackled, you were able to pin to, to live versions uh, once the once the upstream changes got merged in like now we're now we're actually deployed right yeah so
0: before i mean when i was when i was getting this working once I, f- I identified that problem i had to i was working all off of local stuff i could show a screenshot of it working but i couldn't deploy it without deploying like different versions of all the different npm packages um so now we're now since uh the change has been merged in simple dom and then all the way up to uh you know through ember and some changes made to ember to make the other two tests pass um this is all working with all you know public repos so now we're deployed to heroku with uh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. With Terrence Lee's new uh, add-on, which I am super excited to to use, and the fact that it worked honestly is the best part about it. And that was uh, Ember CLI Heroku, where you can deploy a fa- Fastboot server uh, with just a few commands. And, and
0: this is, this doesn't work for just Fastboot, right? You can work. You can do this with any Ember CLI app. Uh,
1: yeah, I think so. But like the generator command fast, for Fastboot, um, obviously, puts the NPM start command as you know Fastboot specific, like no build and uh, with assets and all that stuff. Whereas if it was a standard Heroku build, you would just do npm start, and that would call Ember serve, maybe? Something production, I'm yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, but I don't think Ember serve is ready for production, so I'm not 100% certain how how you would utilize it uh, outside Meh, of Fastboot. Ship it. <laughs> ship it, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, you know, I want to make a shout-out here. It's really cool to see uh, Dockyard site uh, was released. Uh, it was redesigned and, re- and released with Fastboot, and uh, I was really excited to see that because when we're working with this really alpha software, sometimes it's, it's easy to lose sight of, you know, what's possible, and sometimes you just get frustrated when, when this thing doesn't work the way you want. And, uh, and it, was really, it was really uplifting to see uh, a site use it and, and use it uh, correctly. Uh, it kind of helped us. And uh, now you can go to emberweekend.herokuapp.com episodes, and you can navigate around with Fastboot. You can turn off uh, JavaScript, and it'll all work with asterisk um yeah, the routes the router doesn't update the URL at at present uh, in our, under our configuration uh so you know uh going back and forth doesn't uh, doesn't update the URL correctly but links will work and fastboot is actually uh rendering the DOM for us and and doing all the cool stuff so it's pretty neat to see uh obviously there's a lot more work to be done but it's one of those things where it's just exciting uh, seeing fastboot finally work I I tweeted about it the other day a little quick time video of us doing it locally and then Later, uh, later we were able to actually get the the site live on Heroku and kind of let people dabble with it and stuff. It's been pretty great. Yeah,
0: it's a lot of fun, a lot of hard work, but uh, it's worth it.
1: Oh yeah, and I, one other thing I wanted to mention is uh, if you want to go uh, and and try to help with FastBoot, uh, you know there are a lot of really great resources. Uh, one of which is the whip commit that we did. Uh, it shows all of the the stuff we had to do to make Ember Weekend work. Uh, this includes like removing our Moment shim, even though I think using the Moment shim is better than uh, using just relying on it being globally available, but the Moment shim wouldn't, wasn't, wasn't Fastboot compliant. Uh, we had to remove Mousetrap, uh, which had some uh, some reliance on the DOM that is not available at Fastboot. So uh, there's a lot of things that you can kind of go through and just like, oh, this is something you have to change, and this is something you have to change. Maybe you can avoid some of the pitfalls that we you know, banged our heads against uh, while we were working on this. All right, and
0: the next thing we're going to talk about is an RFC um, by Yehuda Katz that uh, came out just a, a few days ago, um, and this is kind of a simple RFC, but it was um, it seems it seems like an important thing. I, I'm sure we always come across this uh, in uh, Ember apps where you're uh, using you know, Ember data, uh, and you um, are put you're manually grabbing things from some data you know data source, and uh, you're pushing them into the store, uh, and when you do this. Um, it's like a kind of, it's a synchronous action, um, which means that if you do this, say, like when a, when a route starts, uh, you start up some promise uh, to to push things into a store once it resolves, once the, you know, once the AJAX has happened. Well, in the meantime, the rest of the Inversight has been rendered. Um, and if there's something depending on that collection, um, by the time it's rendered, that 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 payload hasn't been returned. So when you ask for those things, it's going to go do its own fetch. Um, and then, so what you're going to end up doing is a double fetch. Um, so, so what this right. one of the, one of the things this RFC talks about is a way to uh, allow you to pass a promise into push. Um, so, and uh, I think there's also a push payload uh, that you could pass a promise into that, basically saying, uh, "I'm about to give you say users or comments." Um, so, when uh, when the page loads and asks for those, it doesn't do a double double load. It waits for that promise to resolve and and along with that is some uh, some changes that uh, are being proposed to the way uh, kind of relationships work so the uh, belongs to and has many um so basically how those are hooked up uh, it seems like there's going to be some uh, some like f- like reference classes created where basically
1: it seems like it, it, so that you can get a reference object to a thing that hasn't even loaded yet uh this is not this is one of many RFCs so you know if you ever sitting there and you're kind of bored and you have a few minutes, uh, go to the RFCs uh, on the Ember.js uh, RFCs repo and uh, and go through and just kind of peruse. And, and it's the best way to keep up to date with uh, Ember news.
0: We've already said this once, but if you need stickers, DM us on Twitter. Um, we'll be
1: more than willing to send you out some. Uh, if, you, uh, if you'd prefer to do it in person, uh, we're going to be at Wicked Good Ember. It's on June 16th. Uh, we're going to be on the island. I'm super excited about this. This conference was amazing last year. I, I made I managed to m- to make it out to that one last year, and and I have I have every confidence that's going to be even better this year. Yeah, find us, ask some questions, and let's talk about the direction of you know where you want Ember Weekend to go. And and then the other thing is if you if you miss us at w- Wicked Good, uh, we're going to be uh, at the Ember Training with Eric Brin and uh, Alex Matchner, uh, on July 8th through 10th in Chicago. So if you get a uh, if you get a chance uh to to swing by the offices there or i think there may be a meetup at that at that time uh, come find us yeah there's a lot more going on uh there's also some some local
0: things uh to us uh so uh jsconf is happening at amelia island which is just a couple hours uh, north of us um so if you're in town for that so that's may 27th to 29th um drive down and see us uh, it's it's kind of you know like i said an hour and a half drive but it's a but it's scenic along the a1a like right along the beach there's a ferry. Yeah, you
1: take a ferry, which yeah. is pretty cool, right across yeah, the it's a, water. It's a, it's a really nice drive. Yeah, and, and we, have, we have Ember Jacks on the 28th at 7.30. Yeah. So so come on by, and we're building a blog, I believe. That's the thing. We're continuing our, our meetup from last time, and come talk shop with us and talk about, you know, meetup organizations in Ember and get some stickers there, too. We have a, we have a Tomster at Ember Jacks. It's pretty cool.
0: That's all for this Ember Weekend.
1: I'm Chase McCarthy. And I'm Jonathan Jackson. And we'll talk to you next weekend. All right, you got to try it in your best Paul Elliott voice. you would be like, need stickers? DM us on Twitter. It's awesome. You know, like he had that silky smooth intro last week. Yeah, it was pretty good.